Hashtag MSW. It's a very busy show. It's a, it's a Wednesday. It's soccer night. 060-584-2250. What do you make of the leadership of football uh, that was put into power today? Voted in to power today. I've seen the comments on social media, but we'll also utilize the platform here today because um, your opinions, they do count. Yes, it's, it's, it's the business of all of the gentlemen and ladies uh, as far as their business of running football, the clubs that they own. Uh, but you are an integral part of that as the supporters as well. A couple of, you know, a few familiar faces remaining at the head of the National Soccer League. Uh, maybe we should say a majority of familiar faces. Uh, the elected chairman is Ivan Koza, uh, who's come through again unopposed. Uh, there's also a couple of new faces in the decision-making body. Uh, there's John Comitas as well as Robert Bernardi, who are entering the fray. Uh, there was a very late withdrawal from Jose Ferreira uh, that added some spies to the proceedings today. But I think we all know that had John Jose continued without the withdrawal, we kind of know what would have happened. Uh, but we'll thrash that out shortly. So as the 32-member clubs from both the Premier as well as the National First Divisions voted in their preferred candidates to take the reins for the next four years, let's listen in to what was said and then we'll break it down. We'll include your calls. We'll include your voice notes uh, with Times Live senior journalist Mashatim Patlela. But firstly, let's dip into what happened. I can confirm we've counted all the votes and there hasn't been any spoiled ballots. Um, just one that we've destroyed, every, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, the first announcement I'll make is the chairperson of the PSL uh, and as I've noted, there was only one nominee, and I'd like to congratulate him, Dr. Irvin Koza. <laughs> the seven members of the executive committee, this is in, in no particular order, it's just random seven. The first person, Mr. Kaiser Motawang. And next person, Ms. Matu Matlala. Next person, Mr. John Kamatas. Mr. Stanley Matthews, Mr. David Tiriala, Dr. Rejoice Vakashile Similane, and the last member, Mr. Robert Bernardi. Uh, thank you very much, uh, members of the Board of Governors, for the confidence you have shown in us to be again involved in the administration of your business. Thank you for the confidence. The journey we have traveled together has been a long one. We have founded and built an institution worth defending. We have demonstrated an ability to adapt to the changing environment in the way we have together dealt with every challenge and seized the opportunity. Ours is an investment business. It is not a cash and carry where the buyer and the seller are protected by the instant nature of the transaction, inspect, pick, and pay. It is in us, investors entrust their funds, brands associated risk, it is a pay now, 
will deliver relationships that require trust. For this reason, the founding fathers worked very hard from the beginning to instill a rules culture underpinning by the following values. Discipline, consistency, dependability, justice and fairness. We departed the amateur status for professionalism in order to meet the investment mandates of the corporate sponsors we sought to attract. We have succeeded in this mission. Our SWOT analysis requires to address the threat of change while highlighting opportunity presented by innovation. Change for the sake of change has caused the demise of many organizations. In pursuit of ill-time or not well-reasoned change, organizations have irreparably broken their big bones and hence their relevance and reasons for being. Institutions preserve their learnings. Institutions remember the lessons of yesterday in a manner that makes change they undertake incremental. I believe we have reached a stage where we need to prepare for the next generation. Debriefing the next generation needs to feature prominently in the coming four-year term. Many of our members are still not clear about the business we are in. They do not know for sure our very proposition in the funding, funding model. It is of utmost importance that the next generation have a full grasp of the business we are in. And talking here about really knowing, not guessing or making assumptions. We have a strong yet delicate business that attracts attention in a manner exponentially higher than its size. There are forces constantly seeking to profit for properties without any participation in their creation. There are forces that seek to make the delivery of our product more expensive. All of these factors require understanding and steady hands. This, ladies and gentlemen, necessarily requires to be a term of documentation and debriefing in ways we have not done before. The year 2020 was held as a going to the life-changing, futuristic and fortune-tellers failed to predict the new normal and its cause. Nobody predicted at a time where the world will be grounded, where two of the most powerful factors driving the world economy will be prohibited, movement and gatherings. The one proposition of our business is in fact gatherings. While the largest event organizers in the country, the inability of people to move and gather has first track the adoption of technologies that gather people behind scenes and screens in their homes. Thanks to the other proposition of our business, television, not all was lost in the lockdown. The new reality brought about the new normal requires an, an even heightened understanding of how the ecosystem works. We're in a content creation business. There is a borderless world that has formed powered by the internet. It provides an opportunity for us to grow our product offering here at home and abroad. In the same breath, it provides us an unfettered opportunity for our content to literally be stolen for profit by those that had zero input in the hefty cost that we pay for its production. Ladies and gentlemen, the next term requires patience as we deliberate on the preparations of the next generation. Impatience is a lauded character of the young. There's a good reason institutions that have enjoyed are patient. Institutions that enjoy are those that have preserved a value system that has saved them from themselves, their detractors, and the changing environment alike. 
I would be remiss if I did not offer my gratitude to all of you who have afforded me the privilege of serving. Thank you for your support always. Allow me to sing you out with Nkeva Mutaung, who to date has never missed a meeting. As a true market leader, he has always understood that a strong, rule-based, stable, consistent, and dependable professional league where the administration of justice achieves equity and fairness. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to ensure we never become an expedient league where the rules are flexible and the application is jointist. I thank you, hoping the future is going to make us stronger to protect your business as we have done. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Chairman, can I, can I, can I propose something? Very important, Chairman. Who is talking now? M. Patel is speaking. On the M. Patel? Yes. Okay. Uh, I propose that we keep Sesimado uh, Madlala as our 18 CEO. He's done wonderful work. Uh, I'm happy the way he's handling his function. Thank you very much. Well, the members have no choice to tell me. We are proposing. Yes, I am proposing. Oh, yes, sir. I'm waiting for the members to tell me, yes, they are support what you're saying. Chairman, the party will support. I saw somebody at the back there. Um, Chairman, Solos would like to support that motion as well from uh, Mr. Mpatlele. I think Ms. Matu Madlala has done very well for the league under the different uh, difficult circumstances, and I think she should continue leading this um, complex organization. As uh, Mr. Sono said, she understands our business and she speaks the same language as us. It is very important that she carries on. Thank you. She must be chuffed. All right. Thank you, Chairman. Uh, the first question on the WhatsApp line is from Duduzo Lada from Isolezwe. Uh, he's asking, will the CEO be elected on a permanent basis? Well, there's no electing of a CEO. There's been just a proposal where the executive must evaluate, you know, when we reconvene the first meeting of the executive committee. The wish of the executive of the Board of Governors must be discussed in the executive committee. So we don't elect CEOs, they are appointed. All right, we pick it up then on the wording of saying that, uh, you know, we don't elect CEOs, we appoint them. So they are appointed, they are not elected. Uh, so the word that came through from the floor is uh, to have uh, the now still currently acting uh, CEO of the Premier Soccer League um, continuing in her role as an acting um, CEO. So we'll get to that in just a second. Um, I think it's also an important conversation to be had. Uh, the Times Live senior journalist, uh, who was also one of those who posed the question around uh, the CEO issue, Mahlatsi Mpahlela, joins us. Mahlatsi, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Rob, and to listeners, thanks very much for having me. What stood out? What stood out from today? Well, there was quite a number of things. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Benadi uh, stood out for me. Kumbran Konto stood out for me that is no longer going to continue. Uh, the issue of Mato Madala also stood out for me. Um, it was actually very strange with her because uh, yesterday it was exactly <laughs> five years since she took over as acting and she's still acting. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're going into another five years, uh, whatever, four years. Uh, we still don't know whether she'll be acting or she'll be appointed full-time. So there was quite a number of things which, uh, which stood out. It was an interesting, uh, uh, you know, a press conference, which was obviously preceded by, by the meeting of the, of the, of the, of the NEC. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was an important occasion uh, for our professional, uh, professional football in this country. All right. So, well, seeing that you've chosen to start off with the issue around the the CEO and the fact that yesterday marked five years uh, since you started in that acting capacity, uh, you know, maybe it's an unfamiliar territory uh, to many to see an acting CEO standing uh, for that long a period of time. What did you gather from what was said and the endorsements that she got uh, that she's been able to do right? And maybe let's also address uh, what you were saying as well, saying that maybe uh, for her to take that job as a permanent job, uh, is that even allowed when you do own a club and you become a permanent CEO? Is that not one of the reasons why she'd rather remain as an acting? Yeah, I think, you know, at some stage, a call needs to be made. Uh, and, 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 and I think it's going, to, it's going to be one of the key responsibilities of this new uh, committee that was confirmed today. Uh, you know, a call must be made as to what happens with her because uh, surely uh, she can't be acting for life. Uh, or as long as she's there, you know, she, she, we have to make a call to say, she, she, does the rules of the league allow her to be an owner of a club or the chair, chairperson of a club and become the, 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 the CEO, I mean, the CEO of the league on a permanent basis? So that call needs to be made and it's going to be the responsibility of this new uh, group of people who were appointed today to, 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 to decide. Uh, the, 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 the chairman made it very clear that uh, that issue will probably be threshed out when they convene for the first time as the new as the new uh, executive committee. So I, 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 I'll, you know, I'm going to be interested to find out after their first meeting what they are going to be said because they said it's going to be discussed. It is an issue which needs to be to be clarified. Uh, I'm not a, a HR expert, but uh, you know my logic here and and also issues of corporate governance and all those kinds of things. They 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 they, they, they really don't uh, allow people acting indefinitely. You can't be uh, acting indefinitely. Uh, there are a lot of talented people in this country who can go there and continue. Or if the rules of the league allows her to be a chair lady or a chairperson of a club and at the same time continue as a full-time CEO of the league. But you got a sense again, and, and this is maybe one of the key points, uh, Mashate, where... Um, I know your question wasn't really answered. I don't know how you yeah. feel about the question that you asked, if you, whether you felt that it was given and addressed the way you had expected. Well, uh, we'll, have to, I, I'm, we'll have to ask it again, uh, because uh, she was there. Uh, you know, the question was directed at her. Uh, well, you know, whether they are still going to meet and, and, and deliberate on a future is either here or there. I just wanted to feel from her. Mm-hmm. Whether she wants to, she, she would love to continue. <laughs> you know, she can answer, could have answered that uh, before uh, the new uh, 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 you know, NEC meets to decide whether she continues on a part time basis or 
on a full-time basis. But, uh, you know, they chose to answer it differently, which is, uh, you know, I'm not happy with it, but uh, I'll love to respect that. But, you know, like I'm saying, we, we at some stage we're going to have to make a call to say what happens with her, uh, because uh, that role is a very, very important role, and uh, it needs to be filled on a on a permanent basis. So that we know this person or this man or this woman is the full-time CEO of the league, and we can't continue acting indefinitely. It just doesn't uh, sit well. You mentioned Kumbulani Congo's exit, and you said that stood out for you. Why? Yeah. Um, Rob, you know, in, 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 in companies, in, in, in organizations, in, in, in professional structures, uh, you, you, you tend to see, uh, you know, leaders uh, 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 you know, working on, on succession planning or succession plans. Uh, Kumbulani has been around football for, for, for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, he's a former player himself and, uh, you know, he has been at Celtic for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, some people may, to, to a large or a lesser extent, uh, disagree with, uh, you know, how uh, Celtic has been done over a number of years, which if you really, really come to think of it, uh, most of the problems which are at Celtic are really not of his own doing. Uh, is because of the people that he works for, uh, but him individually, uh, I, 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 I like him. Uh, you know, he's, he's relatively young. Uh, you know, he loves what he does, and I would have loved to see him uh, continuing as that young element in that group, because at the moment, well, you know, really, we don't, <laughs> we don't have a, you know, a, a youthful person. There, you know, uh, maybe uh, with the exception of Mr. Bernardi, but Mr. Bernardi doesn't have the same experience that uh, that the Kumlani has. And uh, you know, so I, 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 yeah, I was I, I was a little bit disappointed that it's not going to be continuing. But I mean, you know, uh, the intricacies of uh, the behind the scenes, you know, workings of these uh, things, how they work. Uh, I don't know why, uh, you know, he didn't enjoy so much support from the from his colleagues. But uh, it is one of those things. Uh, I hope that uh, you know, going forward, we will see more younger football administrators been given more responsibilities. The chairman did say uh, in one of the remarks that, uh, you know, there will be a, a, a progress, uh, I mean, a, pro- a, a, a process where they will be taking some of the young administrators uh, to courses to capacitate them because that thing of succession planning is very important because organizations, the foundations of a successful organization depends on the caliber of people who are going to take over when the seniors go, and uh, this is what we need to be seeing here. But uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. Uh, uh, the new, I mean, the leadership is there, and uh, I guess we just have to allow them to do what they're going to do in the next four years, and then we'll see what happens from there. The withdrawal of Jose Ferreira. What did you make of that, and and what do you think is cooking there? Well, I, my understanding is that Jose was not eligible because Vert is no longer there. Uh, pretty much he was, uh, you know, uh, disqualified because he was ineligible. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, there, um, you know, well, he's not young, but, uh, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's a lawyer. He's, you know, he's highly experienced. He's been around football for a very, very long time. Uh, and uh, I guess the chairman was also correct to point out that uh, they can't just throw away that level of experience. Uh, uh, somehow, somehow uh, they will have to find a way. 
how they can involve him uh, to, to, to ensure that, uh, especially on matters of legal, he can be of, of you know, an important resource to the league. Uh, because uh, you know, football relies heavily on, on 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 legal issues in terms of contracts and you know when they negotiate sponsors and all those kinds of things. I think they will find something for him uh, where he can he can continue to 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 add value. But definitely, uh, he's someone who is uh, you know highly experienced. It's just a pity that uh, you know he was disqualified. I believe uh, he was nominated by Cape Umoya, but uh, you know he was beaten by the the technicalities of you know vets no longer being there. All right, absolutely. Don't go anywhere, Mpachela, um, because there were those one or two issues that we touched on regarding uh, the area of acting CEO and what the rules and regulations do stipulate. Uh, we've got the chairman of the league, uh, uh, Chairman Ivan Koza, on the line to assist us uh, in this regard. Mr. Chair, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Good evening, uh, Mr. Marawa and your listeners. Obviously, an important day for you, an important day for the leadership of football in, in the country as we try and slice through some of the major developments that took place today. Maybe your assistance and guidance around the issue, especially uh, that of the acting CEO, it seems to have garnered a lot of attention. What do you make of it? How can you guide us? What is the term? What are you expecting? Well, I indicated, you know, in the Board of Governors, when it was raised from the floor, uh, to say that the executive committee that is incoming will discuss this matter. But I think there are more important issues than the issues of the acting CEO because the country has never assisted us to help us. How are we going to assist in protecting the funding model of football, which is always vulnerable and nobody has ever given a solution to assist us to understand the intricacies, the delicacy of how to traverse this difficult you know, environment. Now, the issue of the CO, I know, in terms of the discussion, is a good discussion. But we've got more serious issues in terms of the new normal that is affecting us. As we speak now, no clubs is getting any gate money. Uh, there are issues that are going to affect other issues, you know, within the running of the club. I just ask myself the question that if there are no grants in the PS, what is going to happen? So it, I still want to have a debate on people to give us ideas of how to improve our funding model because some issues are easy picked. To talk about, but the pain that we go through in making sure that we balance this thing. I remember when we did with the, with, the, with the lockdown, with the resumption. It was the darkest moment of my life to say the business that has been built in such a difficult sacrifices could collapse any time we did not resume playing. Because the markets are not comfortable, are not, you know, uh, easy. Uh, but we're fortunate for now that no sponsors ask for any deduction. It's only because of the equity we have built in terms of the respect and the partnership that we you know we made you know with the, with the, with the sponsors to allow to allow for four or five months without giving back the quarters but allowing to pay pay us the money without asking for a deduction. So a sitting here as chairman is not a comfortable job for me, especially with nobody, as I said you know, in my observation, no fortune teller, no futurist told us about this new normal. So therefore, sitting here, I'm thinking about what happens if ever this thing comes to a halt. Other things are nice to have, nice to discuss, uh, cherry pick and whatever, it's nice. So I'm sitting here worried that if this thing persists, what's going to happen? Because there's a lot of implications in the value chain. Because as much as, you know, jobs are being lost, other things get affected. As much as no movement, there's no gatherings, things are affected. So all these things are worrying me. I'm asking that if we can have this debate also to assist us in terms of ideas. 
I can't always be defensive and answer, answer things that I, I, I can be discussing with the comfort zone. But there are things that are worrying that, you know, the very basis of this organization is not being understood, not helping us to, to understand it, how best can we help, you know, in ideas. Because there's no book I can read, you know, which can assist me. So I, I need sometimes some people to assist us in terms of ideas, uh, to assist in the funding model of this precarious business that we're, where we're dealing with in the PSA. I think, Mr. Chair, it's a fair call, but it, it, it's also a call that, uh, you know, also in fairness, as a listener of the show for many years yourself, uh, you would know that at times when the debates do come through, the suggestions also come through. It's not always about the criticism of the product. Uh, there's also the support of the product. Um, healthy debate will always suggest that there'll be agreements to disagree at times, and at times you disagree vehemently and there is no change of stance. The issue around the grants the, has become a healthy one, you know, obviously for the league. And one of the points through time that we've raised is the clubs themselves becoming lax on what the founding members of the league had before, which was the encouragement of supporters to go to the stadium because that was then their founding model was to get money through the turnstiles, through gate takings, et cetera, et cetera. Then things improved with, the, with an improved TV rights deal, which still means that the product that's usually shown on TV is all, always not looking good because of that missing gap of the fans that used to be there all the time. So maybe they become too lax as club owners to say, well, we get the grant anyway. And uh, we don't really have to go out and advertise and do PR and do marketing, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, that would be the one thing to say, maybe restress the importance of what fans mean to the beautiful game, not only in the stadium, but for those that watch the, the, the games on television at home. Uh, Mr. Marawa, we discussed this matter for some time with you. That as much as people think that you know people are becoming lax, let me tell you, each and every club on the ground that they get, they need extra 30 percent, you know, to balance the, the budget for, for 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 the month. Sometimes they don't have. Some them came in here because of the passion, without again not with deep pockets. Majority of staff they never had deep pockets. They come in here with a love. Unfortunately, also coming to be educated what football is all about what it takes to run a club. So you come in, you know, innocently with good intentions. But when you get inside, then you only then you achieve what we call zero perspective of the situation, what it takes to run a club. So there are things that are challenging to clubs which have never been discussed at any given point in time. So I'm raising these things because, you know, uh, it's very, you know, interesting discussion and debate. And obviously, uh, I'm not causing any debate, but I'm just saying today is a special day uh, of, you know, people being elected, uh, issues are on the table to be discussed, but there are issues that are really pressing for me to say in terms of this kind of new normal, what's next? And again, whatever happens, you know, I must be able to come and answer, which is beyond my control, beyond my influence. Uh, like, if it's not resumed after lockdown, what's going to happen with football? Again, I'm supposed to be on the defensive. So I'm just saying that it's going to be very important that I made the point to say the incoming group is going to discuss this matter. But the clubs are not running this business easily. Clubs with big, deep pockets like business, they had to toy the towel. It just tells you 
that if a company that is listed could not co- cope with the expenses, for them to be competitive, it means they must spend more money, which they don't have. Because again, if you look at the financial fair play of the UEFA, you cannot apply it here. Because the environments are not the same. And I said to you before, Rob, in your show, that if we compare the EPL and us, it's going to be not good co- you know, uh, comparison. Because I said to you, in England, before you are born, there are two things that happen to you. They give you a name and they give you a scarf. Now, that scarf, it misses your club until you die. Because all the people in the neighborhood, they support that team. We don't have that luxury. Before, it was easy because of less migration that was taking place. But because of migration with the, since 1994, things have changed. And most of the clubs are not community-based. A club, because of somebody's enthusiasm, enthusiasm and also passion for the sport or love of the sport to invest in the, in the, in the sport. Check most of the teams that we have. There are teams that don't have a community base, but because of an individual who's happy to be involved. Or some of them are people that are passionate, but in, a, in the rural area of this country, where there is no economic activity. But this man must make sure that he sustains that team in that environment, which is not helping him in any way, because he cannot have a home ground advantage in that community, must go elsewhere. So there are so many things that are variables that are making it difficult to have a nice to talk about, nice to have in terms of uh, having friends coming to the team, because there are challenges. I said to you the other thing. The unfortunate part, the world is changing like it's going to be changing with its new normal. We saw it when we were having our meetings on technology, on Zoom or the, 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 the Teams and whatever, which was a new experience for both of governors members. So the world is converging to that point. If you look with this lockdown thing, all companies that they were making money were tech companies. That's a new normal. People might end up not going to the stadium because of other interesting innovations that are coming into the space. We never thought they were going to be important in the space. Uh, right now, we've got virtual advertising, which people never knew about it, which makes it a different thing altogether. Some sponsors, man, that's the thing we want to have. But we are loving of lovers of football. We're seeing something different. Let's talk about VAR, uh, Rob. Blatter, until he left, he said, I don't want VAR. Now, it's got these advantages, it's got these disadvantages. There's a big debate about it right now. To say, should you have it or should you not have it or how much you improve it and things like that. So there's so many things that have got football is a game of conversation, mm-hmm. which I accept and I admit. But for me, I'm not in a comfort zone as the chairman of the league because of the challenges that are facing us, because of the precarious uh, income streams generating opportunities in this country or in the continent. I'm not making it easy to have too many choices. So other things are important, but there are things more important than what we're discussing. How assist the clubs? to sustain the status quo, to sustain the league at the level where it is, or even better, if it's possible. Because mm. if the one mistake happens, it's the collapse of the league. Not because of our own weaknesses, but because of the reality of the situation that is facing us. So the issues that we are raising, we are going to be discussed, we're going to come up with a solution, but I'm dealing with the issues that are a challenge going to the future, because everybody why in the very change. Mm-hmm. And I said it to you know, in, in, in the Board of Governors meeting. That right now, we've got you know, traditional platforms. Uh, but those traditional platforms are, are, are under threat because there are new platforms that are created which are smartphone away. One of them is your platform in the streaming, uh, which mm-hmm. is a platform that is new, that is not in a, in a normal you know, media house that we know, uh, which is challenging. Uh, the costing is not the same like in the media media houses. Now, that's what is happening. And if you have a problem because of rob attractiveness in the space, 
you might not gonna happen. And there's a potential of your channel becoming stronger because of your stronger voice, because of your attraction, of your research, you know, ability, uh, freshness of your product, all the time you come on, on the radio station. So these are the challenges that are facing people say, what do we do then? So, and if ever it doesn't happen in the collective setting, it will be individual setting now because now survival of the future. Now, if there's a model that you can have, you can't have that. Have the collective or setting of the right. So I'm just saying, Rob, sitting yeah. here, there's a lot of challenges that are going in my head personally, which I'm going to share with the board of government, with some of them I shared, you know, in, in the meeting today as my acceptance speech of being chairman. What are the issues in the future we need to deal with? Also, in the chairman's report, uh, when I was addressing the board of governors in a cross session. Absolutely, and, and and that is why I'm, I'm I'm applauding you firstly for for being available to at least share what you've been sharing with us now, um, and also we'll be inviting you and the other members um, in the chairman's chair. We'll give you about eight games in your respective clubs to play, and then we come through and we do what we normally do. And that is always a value add because, uh, as I've said to you numerous times, that I also believe that the clubs themselves, they, they, they don't do as much communicating to their respective fans, and especially during the lockdown where they need to be reassured, uh, where they need to be given information, not just when they sign a player, then they put it up. Uh, just to be closer to the fans, Make them feel wanted. You know, I'm always going to be on the side of the fans, unfortunately, because I, I, I feel their pain every time we come onto the radio. I know what it is that they're not happy about. So maybe if that can be improved. You mentioned VAR. Are you for it? Are you going to likely uh, wage that we have VAR in South Africa soon? Well, there's a discussion that is on the table for some time. Uh, fortunately, uh, the matter is a matter with uh, right in the of SAFA, but you know, gender committee it was discussed. Uh, and when we're discussing professional reveries, and that's why in the board of governors we had to announce that some of the most, most of the reveries are getting a stipend because are not employed to make sure that you know we lessen the pain. Apart from the meeting allowances that they get, you know, from us, they are very important component. The equity essential image of the game resides with the reveries. So therefore, it's important for us to do everything possible to empower them, to assist them, because sometimes, and like we said in the meeting today, that there are sessions that we wanted to, 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 to generate from the reverence, you know, uh, committee to en- engage the club, to, to, to workshop the club, because sometimes, clubs sometimes they argue out of context, because they don't have information. So therefore it's important to be given that information, uh, because the laws of the game are changing every time, so they are abreast with the changes you know, of, the, of the laws. For instance, look at the issue of the penalty now, the handball. It's a big debate about the handball, you know, which is a new law that has come in, which is causing such control now. These are the discussions that can take place for people to be prepared, although it's not easy in football because all of us were emotive. Uh, when your team is involved, we don't look at the facts. You look what you want to say out of the game happening. So I'm saying at the moment, you know, VR is very important uh, to, to enhance uh, the, the capacity of the reverence, which they are doing everything humanly possible. It looks at those angles which encourages more debate, for instance, unfortunately, uh, yeah. for the supporters. But it's going to be very important to assist. So it's not finger point, because sometimes things are humanly mistakes that sometimes we should accept. But because it's not easy sometimes to lose you know, as a fan, uh, because we want the breaking rights all the time, regardless of the situation. So therefore, the VR, to improve the product you know, that we are presenting, I think it's a reality that we are dealing with. It's only the cost implication that we are dealing with at the moment. Whether we're going to do it ourselves, via a sponsor, via other situations. The other day when there was the announcement 
You know, I was going to say, sorry, Mr. Chair, I'm not catching off because um, I disagree with you. I'm going to ask you to hang loose for two seconds. We need to take a quick spot break. Mashad Zimpashad is still on the other line. Yeah. Let's take the break and come back and pick up on this very important issue around VAR. All right, uh, it is Mara Sports Worldwide across Metro FM as well as Radio 2000. Uh, the Times Live Senior Journalist, Mashatim Pashal, on the line. Uh, we've got the chairman of the league as well. Uh, that is Chairman Ivan Koza, who's come through. Uh, I did stop him midway as we were chanting about the issue of VAR. Uh, I was going to lead in terms of that and say, from where I sit, Mr. Chair, uh, when I saw the, the, the launch of the sponsorship for the referees um, and who the sponsorship is from, it, it made sense that it, it almost cuts the chase and um, the facilities become available. Uh, some of the, the gadgets that are needed would then be there. There would be a hub, there would be a space uh, for a successful VAR to be had. But that was just me. At times I hallucinate, at times I, I, I dream of these things, and I could be wrong. Uh, but give me your version. Well, I think, you know, uh, the president of SAFA in that, you know, uh, Lawrence, you said something about the VR. But what is important, you know, is the question of, you know, uh, how to launch it, uh, to face it, you know, VR, VOL, VLT, what is it? You know, uh, because, you know, again, it depends on how you want to do it in terms of infrastructure, you know, uh, around the country. You know, uh, that's also very important to make, you know, a... Uh, 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 audit how personal to introduce it, you know, uh, in, in the various stages that we're, we're using. Uh, are they suitable enough, some of them or most of them, uh, to host, you know, the infrastructure, make it easy for plug and play. But for us, it's a reality that must happen. We've discussed it in the part of governors, you know, I think the issue, of course, will be easy to mitigate now uh, because of what you have said is an advantage, you know, because only that you need, you know, we have a a reliable kind of help and you know, infrastructure support to have this thing going on. But more importantly, also, you know, is the company that you use because the royalty issue is a factor every year that you need to pay, you know, on the technology that you'll be using. So all those things will factor the team in terms of how to launch this thing. So, so that later, hoping, you know, having done the necessary kind of exercise, you know, uh, we're able to announce at appropriate time uh, because it was self-liquidating in terms of the cost. It should not mm. cost anybody any money, uh, but it's a reality that you must have because our game is exciting right now. Our results are unpredictable, but we make sure that we give supporters the chance, we give the clubs the chance, the players the chance uh, to make sure that they are satisfied. That can make it a bit sick. I remember one game of Manchester United uh, where I needed answers you know, from people that know better than me, especially the referees, to say, how do you give a ruling when the game is being, has, has ended and you go and consult VR? If the game is still on, I'll understand. But you, you come up with the final whistle and the game is over. They says, no, I'll just pick up something, uh, just go and have a penalty. So that was a bit of an issue that worries me sometimes with this VR thing. But it's a necessary technological you know, uh, innovation that is important to enhance uh, the excitement of the game. And also, unfortunately, with other competing kind of interests uh, you know, on the e-gaming, you know, uh, that are making it difficult, you know, for us to control the space as we're controlling it now forever. But it's important to innovate to make sure that we're relevant in the space. When, when are you hoping to 
roll out VAR for, for the league? No, but I'm saying that, you know, that is a competency that resides. Among other things, you know, with suffer uh, in terms of, you know, controlling the but revenue. The, the platform's been laid, Mr. Chairman. You know this. I, no, I just I want, your, pro- I want your projection. Your yeah, projection no, no, of when uh, you would like to roll it out. That's why I'm saying we we'll just get the uh, understanding to say the facility that we have, you know, how many of them are suitable. You know, because it's very important, you know, to make sure that we do things that are going to make sure that infrastructure is safe, is protected, but every time the games are taking place, there, nothing, you know, goes, you know, missing. So it's very important to do all those risk analyses and make sure that if we say yes at what given point, it's a rolling going forever. Because I think our product is good. It is need you know, also to be the level of the rest of the world in terms of making sure that, you know, we assist the revenues, you know, in making sure the game becomes, you know, exciting. And, and, and know that I'll, I'll still have Mashati after the news. I, I believe I, I have to release you unless you, you think otherwise. Just going back to the, the, the initial issue that we spoke about um, around the CEO and how people feel about it was I'm, I'm monitoring social media and, they, and there still are questions around it. That if, if, if you had to answer it, given the, what Mr. Mpachela had suggested off the floor today, do you believe that it will be in the interest of the league for Mamato to continue? Or would you look at an option for her to continue for a short while and then maybe enlist a Jose Ferreira to be a permanent CEO? Well, we, we can't discuss things that are not on the table at the moment. Uh, because sometimes, you know, people, they see what they experience. In the history of the league, as the first time I hear clubs owners talking the media talking, it's a fact. And we've been giving solutions, you know, in the previous. I remember some years back, we're giving a solution on seven pillars. We're raving about it. Nothing came out of it. A lot of things, if you just speak talk, nothing happening. So for us, we're in the inside. We know the reality of the situation. So we cannot talk about individuals, but it's nice to you know to put it aside and deal with the solutions that are assisting to improve the game, to improve the business. Other things that are nice to have because of the observation of outside looking inside. But with the effect of the method that you know, do what is in the interest of the business. Uh, sometimes people with the skin in the game, they, they deliver better because they know the pain. Uh, sometimes it's nice to listen to some of the issues that are good advice, yes, but the reality is that we cannot take our business and, and uh, externalize it, you know, not for the interest of football, for other interests. Because I said to you, Rob, we are a puny business. We are making money, but other people are taking money off us, are making money off us without investing anything. Who's the biggest stealer of money from the league who is bringing absolutely nothing a to lot of, it? A lot of people, a lot of people are not investing. A lot of people that are in the very chain. I mean, mm. a lot of people are in the very chain. They're not very investing in the game. Let's, ch- let's, let's quickly chat to you off, uh, uh, Mr. Chair. Machiazza, I no do value is, your patience. Uh, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put it, you know, plain what is I'm talking about. Okay, and, and you'll be, make, you'll be making it for the chairman's chair as well. That invitation is going out to all of the, the chairman and chair ladies or presidents of the clubs uh, in the, the, the next chapter, couple of Robert, weeks. You're talking to me as the chairman of the league, please. Don't, 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 don't compromise <laughs> me, please. No, we, we would never do that. No, just making you aware. The chairman of the club, you know, uh, when you want to make that appointment, today yeah. I'm chairman of the league. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> Mr. Point, J. Because, you know, I'm only the first to come on your show as the chairman yeah. of the club, you know.
So, but Perfect. you know, for now, I'm talking at the chairman of the league. You know, okay. you know Let, I'm, I'm getting pressure from the newsroom. Yeah, eh? I, I need I need to disappear quickly, Mr. Chair. We'll chat to you off air. Mashadzim Patel is still hanging Thank on you. there. I, I do value his time and I do value his patience. Uh, we just needed to extract a lot of the info coming through from the chair uh, while we have it. Can you see Lemanyoni yeah, is standing by, though? Tell me, Lisa, you ambush me. Bye-bye. <laughs> no ambush here. <laughs> All right. Um, Hey, it's happening here. Can you see, Lance? You can hear the chairman saying we ambushed him. Uh, but here's the news from around the world of Can You See Congratulations, Dr. Marawa. Uh, I concur with the chairman when he said there are much uh, important issues right now to be dealt with rather than the one of the CEO, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mato Mazal. That one is the debate for another day. And again, congratulations on the free uh, advertisement that you got from the chairman. For those who know what we're talking about, they know. For those who don't know, probably they should go on the YouTube and see for themselves. Good evening, Samarawa. Yes, Persian Dusanj from Deval. I just would like to congratulate the gentlemen on the board member of the PSL. Just a little opinion. I think they must encourage all the PSL teams to have uh, from under 12 upwards to a, a senior team. All the best to your show, Mr. Morel. Big up. Bye. Hey, good evening, Tarop. Good evening, Tarop. Hey, Tarop, seba bongela, seba bongela. Hey, babu keiza, no babu ukoza, no babu majala, no babu majala. Hey, Tarop, ateng, haseba lung selenda aba Tarop, yok teng swako status, Tarop, man. Hey, ayas beti players as needs, Tarop. And now this is the fans, I Tarop, yas tkana putu am, ya pat, seba bonge la kumsebe nzoabu, ngasebe nze, kaku ushe Tarop, bangas polko Tarop. Thanks, Tarop. Isaac, in Cape Town, Kaili, chatangi Tarop. Uh, good evening, Rob. This is Chulani Masilela, the Dean of the People in Atrejville. Rob, I'd like to congratulate uh, Dr. Ivan Koza for the good job done. When you are a leader, Mr. Rob, you will be criticized and you will, you will be applauded. So he must just not look back. He must take the league forward and continue with the good job. When you are a leader of, 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 of the people, you must expect the negative at the same time. Why hapa umulatu? Why tuela umulatu? Ivan Koza. So holy baba. So holy. So holy baba. Thank you, Rob. Mr. Marawa, good evening. For Dr. Ivan Koza to be elected unopposed, it's a good thing because he has served the PSL and is still serving with merits. But at more than 70 years, he's older than 70 years, I think he should just take someone to be with him just aside to learn from him the good job he's doing so that the next person after him doesn't blunder mr koza you are doing a very good job our good doctor of football it's moses mukwena of Hamukagwaila. thank you mr marawa hi rob the iron joke Chincha Kuluva, I Robert is petty lap, ay, 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 lap of petty lap. Our football is in safe fence, Rob. Can I show you? Wednesday nights are soccer nights. It's time for the kickoff on Radio 2000 and simulcast on Metro FM.
All right, it is Mara Sports Worldwide. It's a Wednesday. We did promise you a busy show, but we're going to have to cut out on some of the things that we were going to bring you uh, because of the uh, conversation uh, that we then ended up having uh, with the chair of the league. And a big thanks to Kanye Sidamanyoni with the news at the top of the hour. And I do thank him for his patience and indulgence, but I think we've got a lot more to chew on here, Mashata. Um, Pashela from Times Live is a senior journalist. Uh, he participated in the conversation even uh, during the day uh, when all of these announcements were made. Wow. What did you make of that? <laughs> yeah, um... I, I fully agree with the chairman that uh, there are a lot of things that we we, we, we need to be discussing now. Um, COVID-19 has, uh, you know, changed uh, the world uh, or the way we live as we know it. But, uh, you know, over and above that, I think the issue of, of, of memory is, is equally important, you know. Yeah. Uh, we, we can't suddenly say, no, 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 we must stop it now because uh, we've got problems with COVID-19. I think we shouldn't do that. Uh, it's equally important, and uh, you know it must be part of the package of things which needs to be discussed on how we can improve our football. Uh, if we pack it and leave it, then uh, you know it's going to. It, unfortunately, it's going to keep on coming up, and uh, you know, like, you know, like we discussed earlier on, until uh, there is a clear understanding for everybody as to what happens uh, with that role going forward. But uh, I, I fully, I, I fully agree. Uh, it's time. Uh, for others, the media, for the clubs, and then everybody else involves people who love not only football but sports in general, uh, to to sort of uh, put our heads together and uh, you know find uh, try and find solutions. They always speak about thinking outside the box. I think it's time that we must do that. But we must not forget that uh, there are other issues, uh, and this issue has been with us for a long time. I think if it was sorted out uh, what, two, three years ago, we will not even be confronted by it now. But uh, yeah. I, I, I fully agree. Uh, you know there are other important. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But also, you know, those important issues also need uh, for the media to spell out what is important for them, because what's important yeah. in the boardrooms of football yeah, leadership yeah. might not be important for what you do on a daily basis. Again, Mashata, yeah. because you don't get uh, pulled in uh, to bring your expert opinion into yeah. their deliberations on a regular basis. So it, it shouldn't just be if and when it is. Uh, needed or it is, um, yeah. you know, uh, kind of seen to be important that we, uh, that is seen to be in that way. Because I mean, I was looking at social media. There's one, Lindo was saying that, uh, you know, the, the man's emotionally blackmailing us uh, using the so called changing times as a scapegoat to keep uh, his friend as an acting CEO for another five years, etc. So yeah. the perceptions of what is out there, especially when you're running a governance issue, you spell it out. You put down what it is that you hope yeah. to achieve by an extended period. And like I said, maybe, yes, accept it for now, but maybe early next year, a Jose Ferreira is somebody who could step in to be a CEO. You know, yeah, I mean, his experience. And I mean, the other thing is that, uh, you know, each and every one of us has got their roles that they must play. Uh, clubs have got jobs that they must do. We have got a job that we must do. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. I mean, I don't think uh, it is your job as, uh, as Mr. Robert Marawa to, to ensure that the, 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 the FNB is full. Uh, yeah. You have got your job, you know, it's somebody, else, it's somebody else's job. Uh, those people must sit and, and, and do those jobs. And, you know, when they sit, they invite us so that we can inform the public as how they're going to do that. That's our job. Our job is to inform the public. But wherever uh, we are needed, where we can help, 
will always be there to help because you know we've always been traveling these roads, this road together, uh, being uh, you know the media, the clubs, and the officials, and all those kinds of things. So each and every single person must play their part, and then we will move forward very nicely. Yeah. Um- I mean, take nothing away. That is, that's a dual rule. And at times we do it even without thinking that, hey, we're contributing towards a betterment yeah. of, the, of the Premier Soccer League. You know, when there's big games that come up and we bring the personalities onto radio and we hype it up, you guys, you do your previews and you hype it up, whether through coaches yeah. or through, you know, expertly put headlines and then you put this one against that one and you bring the fan element. That is done, you know, regardless of yeah. whatever... Uh, ticking or crossing, uh, you know, the borders. That is done because we love the game. But when it comes to times where we have to question decisions, there must also be a respect to say that that is our duty and we will fulfill it, you know, whatever other people might think. Yeah, and unfortunately, this issue of memory is not going to go. I mean, we will ask it again when they when they are going to. They must suspect it. We are going to ask it again after the after the first opportunity. We are going to ask. Because yeah. it's there, you know, and it does not mean that we don't care about other stuff. Yeah. But if this is it's sticking out like a sore thumb, they need to decide, and we get away for it, and then we will find another issue where we will ask questions and we we'll move forward. We will ask about VAR, you know. Uh, whether I was we about like to it, ask we... you about that one. What do you make <laughs> of the VAR issue? Well, you know, whether we like it or not, VAR is going to be here. My my my, my you know personal view or opinion on on, on VAR is that. Uh, it is often, you know, if you watch cricket and rugby, um, mm. you know, sometimes they play frame by frame. You can play it uh, a million times. Uh, in cricket, you still wouldn't be able to to conclusively say whether the uh, you know the the, the gloves hit the stumps before the bat was grounded or the other way around. In rugby, uh, you know, you can play frame by frame, and uh, you know after. 20 minutes or whatever amount of time, you will still not be in a position to conclusively say that the guy or the lady who put the ball down was in control when they put the ball down. It's, it's the same thing with football. Uh, you can look at the frame a million times and still not have a conclusive beyond doubt decision to take. So it will mm-hmm. always go back to a human being to make a decision. And sometimes when these human beings make the decision, VAR is there. It's giving you, the, it's giving you everything. But uh, at the end of the day, it's a human being who has to make a call. And it's what we just have to accept and live with. Because, uh, you know, the, the, the system or the technology that is VAR, it is there. There's nothing wrong with the system. It shows you exactly what happened. But a human being must decide having watched the footage and make a call based on what they've seen. So as long as you, are, have, you have got women being involved, you are always going to have this questionable decision that happens all the time. And it is the, the situation that we're faced with now. Uh, it's here. It's not going to go away. We just have to find a way to live with it and try and take sensible, as sensible as we can. This is so we can avoid controversies. But as long as, uh, you know I'm saying, uh, you, you know, uh, human beings are involved, there will always be those uh, things where, you know, you, you, I will agree with you and uh, you will disagree with me on, on some things. And it just, it, 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 it is just how it is with VAR. It, 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 it's, it's a very, very, very little line making the red call and, uh, and, and a bad call. But let's you know for me VAR has become problematic, and you know my <laughs> no, no, you know my I, I know you, you know my personal view about <laughs> VAR is that I, I did not want it before it even took yes. center stage. I, I I still don't 
like it today for football, uh, even while it's still on? Because now the actual football discussions have been minimized. Now you're discussing whether a a player's ankle or the long nails that he keeps um, have made him offside or onside. And the discussion about the game has disappeared. And whether or not we do have the capacity again, uh, Matlazi, you'll answer this after the break, to implement it here at home and to have every single game to have VAR decisions because you can't just say only for televised games are you going to be able to have it because now what if there's a controversial issue that happens in a non-televised game uh, that did not have the benefit or the privilege of a VAR? How do we work around that? So Matlazi, I'll take your impressions about that. But right now, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. What's up, voice notes coming through? Plenty of them. I can tell you that much. They there. Uh, Duke Merchant was saying that one of the reasons why I only attend cricket games is simply because they make provision for kids. And that is echoed by Gmo, who says we've been crying for a family section in the stadiums where there is no smoking and there is no vulgar language that is allowed, but nothing has changed. And, you know, those are the kind of contributions from the fans. Because, like I said, at the end of the day, it's about you. It's about the fans, the consumer of the product. Uh, Because you can't have all of the suited gentlemen and ladies that were in attendance today watching their own games and deriving some form of excitement uh, because of that. It's about you. It's about the fans. And you have the right to articulate your views about it because you are equally as invested as everybody else. So when you go and buy, um, I don't know, what do you buy these days? Aerials or dishes or wherever you consume your product, you are investing. You buy the jerseys of the respective clubs. When they launch these jerseys, they're not launching them for the family members of the clubs that are sitting there. They're making them available to you to go and purchase. So that is the investment that you have uh, within football and how it's run. All right, all of three minutes left. My clients uh, know that the, the issue of whether or not it will be feasible for everybody to be able to be covered within the spectrum of VAR, do we have that capacity? No, we don't. Um, you know, the biggest sticking point in South Africa is that the clubs don't own stadiums. Um, and, uh, you know, how do you, uh, let's say you even put it, and, you know, you still have to go to secure it, and you still have to do a whole lot of things. And the other thing is that uh, sometimes uh, in a round of matches on a Saturday afternoon or even at night, and uh, all the matches are not on TV. Um, so, you know, infrastructure-wise, we just have got uh, challenges here and there. Um, a lot of thinking needs to go around it, and I, I, again, uh, one of the sticking points for the league is going to be the cost because uh, it's not uh, uh, cheap. Uh, this, uh, this, uh, you know, it's, it's quite expensive. Um, so I think, uh, you know, ultimately, I, I think we'll have it uh, in South Africa. I think we, we should have it. Uh, we, we have to move uh, in the direction of uh, of technology. Um, you know, I was telling somebody that the, the beauty of of, of VAR. Uh, you see it when it corrects a horrible mistake. But, uh, you know, it, it, it also has the ugly side where, um, you know, people interpret uh, things uh, wrongly and uh, wrong decisions are taken. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's something which I think, uh, you know, the <laughs> same to, to COVID-2, <laughs> we just have to get, you know, have to get to, uh, to, to, get to live with it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's here. 
And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, our football leadership, uh, being PSL and SAFA, will have to, uh, you know, find each other, um, raise the money, uh, work around the logistics of it uh, with, uh, you know, Stadia and uh, broadcasters, uh, and then, you know, you know, probably will have it. I, 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 I don't think that we will get to a point where very soon we can have it uh, at NFT and uh, amateur football. But mm-hmm. for the PSL, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I think that it's something that that should happen and should happen very soon. Yeah, without a doubt, because, you know, in, in the end, I know that there were even struggles regarding the the availability of where to position cameras at some of the yeah. stadia, where you were not able yeah. to position a camera uh, that can show you the goal line, you know, for example. So are we diving yeah. straight into VAR? Are we incorporating goal line technology as, as, as a part of it? So I think all of those things would be there. But yeah. also, the, remember, the, the most talked about thing, Machat, is that, hey, we don't own the stadia. They belong to municipalities, so we can't just break them down so that we can build. Yeah. Then, they build then they put the scaffolding that you normally see at the stadium yeah. to accommodate some of the cameras that can give you an offside position, that can give you the goal line to see whether the ball's gone over the line or not. And at times you don't know because the camera's not positioned flash in line with that goal line so that it shows yeah. you whether it's gone over or not. And then we still debate and it's not conclusive and that defeats the whole point. Yeah, it does, yeah. And uh, with the scaffolding, the fans are complaining because... <laughs> it's blocking their view. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's what I'm well, saying. That at uh, times it's got to be much yeah. thought about. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, sometimes uh, the fire people are also not issuing the certificate for the scaffolding because it's not safe. So there are just too many things that need to <laughs> just need to happen. And I think uh, you know, at stadiums, newer stadiums like Moses Mabida, FNB, mainly the 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 the, the World Cup stadiums, they will be able to 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 to, to accommodate it uh, yeah. because uh, they are modern, but. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, places like Loftus and all the other places which are almost under years or even more, uh, you know, you, you are going to have, uh, uh, you know, structural and logistical issues to, to negotiate around. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to find a way. But uh, at some stage it needs to happen and it is what it is. Absolutely. You've been an absolute star, Mashat Mpachala. I thank you very much for indulging. I thank you for your expertise. I thank you for your frankness and most importantly for your patience. Thank you very much, Baba, thank for being part of the chat. It's my pleasure. All right. Highly appreciate it. Thanks as well for sharing your views on social media. Lots of interactivity happening within the social media space based on the conversation uh, that we've just had now. And I am sure still to come by a long shot. All right.